it's the best because we're sitting at a table playing card drinking games like we always do and it's just a slow pan like left to right and you see Fonz <laughs> and you see Castro and you see someone else and then Michelle's head is just flat on the table <laughs> everyone's out. partying around her and everyone's she's just left there to sleep <laughs> Welcome back to uh, another episode. Every time I have to say the name, I get bummed out. <laughs> we haven't thought about it. <laughs> At least you say it right. Of, uh, I yeah, did Episode 19 myself. of, do not interrupt the intro, <laughs> of Better Jeez. If You're Drunk. Uh, Castro, you did a great job last time in the intro of saying, if I don't remember to say my name, um, somebody won a bet, which, you know, there's only four people outside of this group that actually listen and yeah i got somebody's clean it up i got a lot of comments saying that they thought that was you on the intro so i did comments from who nobody he's on fantasy island he's on fantasy island not on our social media page i know that will but uh, will's bomb getting off the rails too quickly mario here with me again as always jose hey hey hello hello Jose, William. Big Willie here. Castro. Hello, everyone. And you might have heard her laugh already. Finally, after 18 episodes, finally getting her into the podcast. Literally lives upstairs, but we could not get her in the show until now. Michelle. Yes, here I am. Michelle, ready to talk about all my talking points that I've been saving up for 18 episodes. This is why she was last. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah, we were just, we were turning out three episodes a week, and it's like, all right, who's ready for this like battle we're about to get into? <laughs> and it was like, let's just can we just put it off till the end? It's gonna be a new record, shortest podcast well, ever. No she has us at a disadvantage. Record. It's not gonna happen. Like an hour forty or something. What time was it? Nine oh five. We can't do that because I have to go to the restroom. So. Uh, Michelle does have us a little bit at a disadvantage because she has just been listening on the listening side and like scouting basically all of our thoughts and opinions and just like formulating this plan of attack so we're uh, we're all in for it I think when we get to that portion of her uh, visit what's the word appearance guest appearance appearance Um, but Michelle, I know you know this since uh, you have heard all the other episodes. One of our loyal listeners, because not even everyone in the league does listen. But um, not even everyone in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 <laughs> you do the editing too. God bless, dude. Yeah, sadly true too. But uh, yeah, we you know that we like to uh, set the table a little bit and talk about how you have gotten acclimated with everybody in the league. So uh, I'll give you the floor for that. Yeah, uh, you kind of went over it with Justin's introduction into this group because we're kind of all tangled in together. Um, I know Justin originally from this group of fantasy owners. Um, We interned together at the Cowboys, and then we went into another season together where he recommended Mario for one of our interns. I went ahead and interviewed Mario based off of Justin's high recommendation and honestly, I don't even know what Justin really knew about you all that much in your work ethic. Like, I, I don't know what y'all's classes entailed or your radio class. 
No glasses. No glasses. So wait a minute. This answers a five-year-old question, which is, did he won't tell me if he actually put in a word or not and how much he said. Did he actually? He did. Yeah. Okay. But you know Justin, too. He's like, he's a really good guy. Like, this guy's a good guy. He's, he's, he's a good guy. <laughs> he probably said that about 11 people from uh, UNT because I know a few others interviewed as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, to, to I guess it was to my benefit in this case, um, I had met Justin pretty much with intramural basketball. Uh, did not have him, uh, did not know him outside of that. We would only meet up to play games. Uh, they like to go to the IHOP right there in Denton afterwards where I didn't know anybody. I would talk to his wife mostly just because <laughs> she spotted me as like the oddball in the corner. I was like, let me just talk to this guy. And she's the so, therapist. Uh, <laughs> she is. Yeah, so she, yeah, she could read it on me a mile away. Um, but yeah, uh, I briefly met you when you came to the Kickstarter day, uh, and it's oh, like yes. a speed dating session for, um, uh, I guess a bunch of hopefuls who want to put on their nice suits and show up with their, uh, uh, cover letters. Mm-hmm. And those are all things that like I heard about. I was like, Oh, adults do that. I didn't think it was time for me just yet. Uh, I was working upstairs in the radio station and had to quickly type out my stories for the hour they were due at the top of the hour and try and squeeze in one of these meetings that you were hosting. And Justin was kind of your, your uh, sidekick for that. And uh, I, you know, I'm waiting and waiting for like your current session to end. And I finally get in and it's like 45 after, and I have to be on the air like at zero, like in 15 minutes. And we get in there and the clock's ticking. I got like, we're down to like the final like three minutes and I have to run upstairs and get into my seat and like read this whole thing. Cause it's live. And I remember, uh, not only did I not have a cover letter or even like normal clothes, I was just in like a, <laughs> the same stuff I'm in now, dirty jeans and, uh, um, t-shirt, I think. And, uh, I'm looking at everybody else who's got their, you know, uh, pants suits on and, oh, yeah. uh, full ties and everything. And not if, not if that didn't give me enough of a disadvantage, uh, I had to get up in the middle of your talk to everyone and just leave. I couldn't even like, I didn't want to interrupt and excuse myself. So ran upstairs and I thought ran away from uh, all of my chances with uh, the Cowboys at the same time. No, I remember you telling me that, that you were worried because you left like in the middle of me talking because uh, it was 20 minutes long and you probably were there for 15, but we're like, I got, I got to go. Um, <laughs> but I don't remember that because that was also my first time doing something like that. So I was very much in my own head, like, trying to say the right thing, answer the right questions, like look everybody in the eye. I was like, I was kind of doing my own thing and trying to be professional in, in that sense. So most of those things I, I didn't really pick up on. After like my fifth time going, I definitely started to notice like who cared to be there and who was trying to be there. So <laughs> luckily you weren't five years behind. Um, but yes, yeah, so that that is how I originally saw you. And then you did come in for the interview. And uh, I think you hit the interview out of the park. And I still have a note and I... I don't have it up, but I wrote down your name and the time slot and the day you were coming to interview. And I still have that note in my phone from <laughs> six, five years ago, four years ago. Uh, uh, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So 2015. Um, I keep a lot of notes and I keep them for a long time. <laughs> and uh, so I, I, interviewed you, I interviewed you. I brought you in. You got it. You killed it. And from there, you just, you and Justin and Jaime pretty much were the click in that group uh, of guys. And they mm. mixed up yours and Jaime's name a lot because you were the two <laughs> brown boys, but not even like resembled <laughs> each other physically at all. 
They all know what Jaime looks like. I got about six inches on him. <laughs> totally different body build. Totally different accent. Like there is nothing similar. Meanwhile, there were four blonde white girls in this group. Kaylee, Ka- oh, Kara's not white, but Kaylee. Um, I guess Abigail doesn't sound like. I, f- I felt like a lot were just like that. Oh, Cornell was another one. Um, but yeah, nobody ever makes them up. Yeah. I wish I wish I would have been there, like to see someone call Mario. Hey, oh hey, Mister Jaime, how are you? And Mario <laughs> just like, Mister, you don't call the interns Mister. <laughs> uh, so fucked the, up. <laughs> the worst part is Jaime had a habit of doing dumb shit. So anytime <laughs> he did those things, and somebody would like tell the story to somebody else, be like, "Oh yeah, Mario fucked this thing up," or they would say, "Jaime fucked this thing up," and they picture me because they thought it was me. So <laughs> it really is a miracle that I'm still around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so through your whole uh, internship, you did great. Uh, Jaime wasn't the smartest one, but he was always willing to do anything I asked, and you were kind of there too. Like you just wanted to get out of your seat and do something and be of use. So uh, that definitely stood well with me, and it wasn't hard to um, to fight for you uh, and even Justin at the time to to come back an additional year. You not as an intern though, but started you freelancing. Um, I don't remember our exact conversation and how I got you to move up here and told you you could live on my futon, but you were in San Antonio. I had some freelance gigs open up. I I really liked you and and your work ethic, and I was living alone at the time, so I was like, hey, like, I've been through the grind before, and it seems like you probably would want want to as well, so you can come up here and live on my futon and uh, work freelance, which which is really good money, uh, but it gets your foot in the door. And so, yeah, go ahead. No, um, yeah, not not to turn this too much into my story, but it, as it so happens, my upbringing here, at least for my career and everything I've done since, does kind of tie in closely with you. It all it all really started with that uh, moment. I remember after the interview, you walked me out of like down the hall, like to show us, you know, these sort of interns weren't randomly wandering around AT and T Stadium. <laughs> you escorted us out. Or you escorted me out. A uh, guy was also in that interview, another yes. one of our good buddies. Uh, and it's funny to say now that you and Guy were two of the three people in that interview room. But as you walked me out, um, you're like, "Yeah, if it was up to me, I would I would hire you on right now." And I was like, "Is she allowed to say that? Is that like <laughs> if, if that's not a guarantee? Is that is like does she have the authority?" So I remember like walking out. Like I think I called Jose right before and right after. He was like my go-to. Uh, so he was. I remember these there stories. in spirit. Yeah. So he's he's heard these all, all all and with his memory maybe even has a better handle on it than I do. But uh, yeah, the interview. Uh, I, the other thing I remember is you added me on Facebook. I remember being in my uh, college house. Oh yeah, I stalked Facebook. everybody. And honestly, I don't remember if I saw you add somebody else first. If I like found you and saw you had added like another student. And I was like, oh, this is going to happen. And I went and cleaned everything out of my history. Anything that was even <laughs> Am I holding a red solo cup anywhere? I need to delete it right away. <laughs> it was, well, mostly what I deleted was Cowboys comments because uh, I would go on long <laughs> rants. About, oh, my God. <laughs> back, when, uh, back when I lived and died by it. But I, I do remember that. I absolutely would have not hired you had you trashed Tony Romo and I saw it. <laughs> no, I, they were all pro Tony Romo. Good, okay. I good. was one of the few. I have a, a college paper where I was defending Tony Romo. Uh, <laughs> saved on a hard drive somewhere. <laughs> Quite an argument. <laughs> I, yeah, it was a letter to the editor. I had to write it to the San Antonio newspaper. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. So I, I after the internship ended, I went back home and had a pretty decent job. Uh, a job I later got Castro doing kind of AV work. Um, 
for for a pretty good amount of money without any experience. It was you know anywhere from twenty to thirty bucks an hour. But I hated it. And um, you called and said like, "Hey, I can get you maybe eight bucks an hour and only eight days of work, uh, working game days with Media West." And from what I remember, it wasn't a tough sell. I just so badly wanted out of San Antonio that I was like, I'll, I'll take it. I'll just figure the rest out later. It was very much just jumping oh, in with both right. feet. But definitely Media West too. That is the reason I got you over here. That's right. That was the end. So I had a commitment for at least the, the summer, like uh, the, the 2016 season. And the freelance, I don't remember if that was promised. Like I, I, I was looking for, I remember getting on LinkedIn and just looking for jobs uh, because I think you were charging me like, Fifty dollars max uh, to sleep on the futon downstairs. Too, that's right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be gone for a month. I'm gonna go uh, get some STDs real quick and get a cure. Oh, we offer. Explain these lumps that. on the back of my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love how everybody remembered that. I was that you were so into it, dude. You I think. Like, that- I'm pretty oh. sure he tried to talk some of us into doing it. He did. At one point. My brother. Yeah, I talked Royce into multiple. He loved it. My brother really <laughs> went for it, but he didn't qualify uh, for most yeah. of them. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. Royce, Royce went for a, a few. Wow. Oh, yeah, he did. Roy- Royce and I did one together. He just told me he was hanging out with a, a friend he met in the clinical trial. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to make friends in there, dude. Uh, but yeah, that's what I was doing. I was really, I remember at one point being downstairs wanting to buy a video game and I think I had like $27 to my, to my name. And I was just, I remember that's kind of sinking feeling, but that's as low as it got. Cause you had already got me a couple freelance gigs. And, um, like you mentioned, they pay you pretty nicely anywhere from like three to 400 a game. Um, so the check started rolling in and I got back up on my feet and, um, um, uh, when the season was over, I decided I wasn't leaving. I was about to be a firefighter, but uh, the, oh, then the Spurs called. Yeah, yeah. I, we're derailing too much on mm-hmm. me, so I went back to San Antonio. But uh, all the freelancing ended up paying off because after a full time spot opened up at the Star, I had already met Pete, and you were good friends with him at the time. And he didn't know anybody else, so you're like, I have a guy that probably doesn't know this stuff, but I bet can learn. And um, yeah. that brought me up here uh, three and a half years ago now and been up here ever since. And now I'm returning the favor and you are living, uh, not on my couch, but at least yes. upstairs in, in my in home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so sorry to, to flip it on me. It's just uh, so much of how we know each other. It all started, it started with you and I, I want people to know that. Yeah, we're definitely, I just, just keep, you know, coming back together with each other, whether it's you're on my futon or we're in a house together now renting and you're living in the computer room or, you're coming back and, and buying a house and now I'm upstairs in your room and we're talking about more years and it's like we just are here to help each other out and that's that's what I love about our friendship. And you added me into your fantasy group and <laughs> I love it because I could almost win a championship. <laughs> are you referring to your first season, the 2018 yes. season? Yes. Uh, we did ask Jose to dig up some facts on this uh specifically what you're referring to yeah my very first season and jose correct me if i'm wrong and had missed math somewhere along the way my very first season i made the playoffs yes correct and i played someone in my first matchup who was my who did i play in in the first uh playoff game in the first playoff game yeah that was (laughs) that was castro castro okay Know what happened there? <laughs> Who are the other two uh, playoff uh, teams? 
owners? Uh, in that first round? Uh, yes. It was myself and Greg. And correct me if I'm wrong, did I outscore the winner of the second game? Uh, yep, you sure did. You uh, won 11.3 to, well, yeah, that was the highest. Yeah, okay. So I would have won that game, had, and this is how I feel about it. I played the mind of, had I just been seated differently, I would have won that first playoff game, and I think I would have won the next one, and would have won the, the uh, championship. championship. See, Castro, that's what you sound like. <laughs> Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions. No doubt in my mind. Um, so I've always thought about that. That was my first year, and I'm just like, just that one thing doesn't go your way, like a catch by Amari Cooper in garbage time. I feel <laughs> your pain, Castro, okay? I think we're legitimately on fantasy island but it's okay it's okay yeah but i mean i don't know what, what <laughs> you needed to change to beat the championship a seed a one a difference of seeding so a different that but that, you beat castro right so yeah. you you lost in the round after that no 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 i did, i lost to castro in the first round i thought no, no castro no. has never beaten anybody yeah. okay so i beat castro in the first round in the second round would i have beaten the other opponent on the other game Oh, instead oh. of who you lost to. Yeah. Uh, so round two, you faced Miller. You lost. Your score was 98. The other round two game was myself and Isaac. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah, we only scored 73 and 74 yeah. points. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ridiculous. And I would have won the championship because I think <laughs> I did my math and I outscored the champion. This Just like what? I did this year. <laughs> who every, Everyone <laughs> outscored Warwick this year. This this seems a little different pew, from pew, what pew. the case I was making. The case <laughs> I was making. The case okay, was, I'm not that's saying anything about seeding it. I'm saying one stupid catch. <laughs> one touchdown. But if you didn't catch that, then what? You would have been a different seed and you would have been in the playoffs? I yeah, yeah, it would have exactly. just gone. Yeah, yeah exactly. For me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank but you. for me, though. So Uncle Rico. It's all Fantasy Island. I understand. I just... It was pretty close to you. And yeah, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. That's it's right. Done. We know. That's it's right. Done. It's That's in the um, past. 2020. <laughs> well, it's in yeah. 2020. Just to, kind of, just to kind of put a button on your uh, how you know everyone. We've gotten in depth of how we know each other and how we know Justin, obviously. But um, over the years of uh, me living with you and me living with you again in the Colony House and now you living with me, um, obviously a large portion of the San Antonio crew has made their way up here, so you've gotten to know the brothers, who I think helped us move out of Arlington, brothers being Fonz and, yeah. and Will. And um, you've met Miller a couple times You uh, in San Antonio uh, when we did party. the draft down there. You got invited to Jose's <laughs> bachelor party, the only female, we didn't mention, the first female on the show here. So uh, it took us 19 episodes. I think that gets us off any kind of sexist talk. So. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, and the only female invited to Jose's bachelor party in, uh, in yes. Breckenridge, and Colorado. as a surprise. And when we showed up at the airport and the other guys were standing there and I just walked up and said, I heard you guys needed a stripper for your bachelor party. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. I forgot about that. Only Jose knew. Obviously, it was his party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so yeah, you've gotten to know all these guys since then. There was actually a thing for a while where you had only heard of Castro for like the first two years. We could not get y'all in the same room. You just, you, when one was there, the other one wasn't, it just wasn't happening. I kept telling her, like, we just weren't meant to meet. I told her like the galaxy said no. It took two years. It took two years. (laughs) It definitely did. And I kept telling her, we're not going to meet. And she's super persistent. Everyone who knows her said, we're going to meet. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, we first met at the on the beach trip, which mm-hmm. uh, yep. it's plenty of fond memories there. Uh, I think <laughs> one of my favorite ones is the Michelle definitely passed out on the table. Oh, I got the picture. <laughs> yeah. If we had a social media page, we could put no, that we video definitely on. Definitely. We need to work on that. It's oh, the best because no. we're sitting at a table playing card drinking games like we always do. And it's just a slow pan, like left to right. And you see Fonz <laughs> and you see Castro and you see someone else. And then Michelle's head is just flat on the table. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's out. partying around her and everyone's she's just left there. To sleep. That is true. Uh, but since uh, there's no social media page, you guys can't confirm it. It's not real yet. Oh, it will uh, be. And since you're, I think you've been sanctioned to run it, you might get final final cut on it. <laughs> and that's not really a war I want to start with you because you have a whole library of embarrassing photos and videos of just about everybody you know. Yes, I do. Uh, so be careful if anyone wants to start that game. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. I ain't scared. <laughs> you probably have the worst one. That's <laughs> okay. I'm right with it. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that about buttons up your intro. Um, I know you also know that we also, we like to ask about the state of the league and rule changes and all that at the end. We don't have much of a middle today, so I figure the only thing we'll talk about is uh, the playoffs that are coming up this weekend, opening weekend. All 14 teams, that's new this year, are in. The two teams with the bye are the Chiefs and Packers. Uh no major news has come out, I don't think, except for the Browns, uh, who lost their head coach to uh, COVID. And so he's going to be out. Uh, That's the most Browns thing ever, to finally make the playoffs and then lose your head coach. So yeah, I, think, I think their fans are ready for it. Definitely super sad. I'm actually super rooting for the Browns because, as you all know, I'm deep in the bed. In bed with the Browns. Um, <laughs> traded a first round for Baker. And uh, I don't remember how I acquired Jarvis Landry. I think that was a trade as well. And uh, I had yeah, David was. Njoku. And <laughs> I just, I really want the Browns to be great. I really do. <laughs> yeah, you went in deep with that. You, I, what, oh, yeah. what sparked uh, that interest? Was that was it hard knocks or was it something it was, else? It was totally hard knocks, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. I think so. <laughs> like, bless them. Bless him, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to hear Michelle was uh, into it, into him. I was like, okay, sure, you want him? I'll, I'll trade yeah. him. I don't even remember what the trade was. God, he's not even great with freaking Odell out. Like, I just, I, I got to figure something out with these Browns. Jarvis Landry is the ultimate reason to want to change to PPR because that's the only way yeah. he has consistent value. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I said, not a ton of news on this front. Uh, the matchups are, were just finalized, uh, over the weekend and we just thought it might be fun to go through and pick, uh, let us pick each game and do a little informal bracket here, I guess. And then, um, at the end, I'll ask you guys who you got in the, uh, the, taking the whole thing. 
So starting with the AFC, Coachless Browns at the Steelers. Man, you know, I totally would have taken the Steelers, um, the Browns too, if they had their coach. Because the Steelers have looked like garbage recently. Yeah, they have. They really have, yeah. They've been struggling. Yeah, ESPN's uh, matchup predictor right now has them winning, uh, their chance of winning 76.9% for the Steelers. Mm. And yeah, I think the Steelers will take it too, although their offense hasn't looked entirely great um, with Big Ben looking like he's smushed into his helmet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to take Pittsburgh too on that one. We were uh, we were watching Red Zone last week, as Michelle, Sarah, and I, and uh, yeah, Ben's face is just getting, like, he looks like he just drinks every weekend. He's just <laughs> like a very bloated individual. And uh, I heard Bill Burr on a pod. I was telling her I heard Bill Burr on a podcast one time uh, talk about Ben. Like he was watching football and he saw the same thing. And he goes, "God, like Big Ben looks like they literally just pulled him out of the stands and asked this guy to play football." <laughs> they said, "If if he was an actress and he went on like on live TV like that, they would call him brave." <laughs> For sure. <his> <laughs> like uh, all right. So yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. Michelle is to Jose. What do you got? I kind of want to take Brown still. What, yeah. I want to. I need to see their like. I kind of want to take Browns. I'm taking Browns. All right, uh, Castro. I think I'm going to go Browns too. I think the Steelers wow. have just. They just look really bad. Like they did not look like a playoff team these past couple of weeks. Like, you didn't learn from a show what happens when you go all in on the Browns. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. This is a different Browns team. <laughs> She prematurely went all in with the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, is it though? Because even when they win, their coach gets COVID like right before their first playoff game in 18 years. It's the Browns are going to Brown. William? Part of me wants to go with the Browns, but I'm going to go with Pittsburgh on this one. I think they have been playing really bad lately that they're going to finally pick it up and wake up uh, playoff time. And uh, they're going to do their thing. I think because it's division and because they're the Steelers and they're playing the Browns, I think they're just going to go big brother on them and say, we're not going to lose to these. Cl-. Look, literally every other AFC team, I would probably pick to beat the Steelers. But uh, yeah, not this week, not against little brother. So next one, uh, Colts at the Bills. And uh, Michelle and I were talking about this one mm-hmm. earlier. And I told her that I might actually like this one as an upset if it were indoors or in normal weather, uh, it's only going to be about 19, which is like really cold for me, but uh, it's not going to be a blizzard or crazy Buffalo stuff uh, weather, but I don't know. Phil rivers, they went 11 and five. He's got a lot of playoff experience and Jonathan Taylor has been looking great. And those receivers are solid. And the defense is good, uh, but it's in Buffalo and the Buffalo's also looked really good. So I'm going to take the home team in this one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Bills, uh, home team as well. They are allowing fans just for the playoffs, uh, only six thousand. But Bills Mafia, and like I was telling Mar earlier today, was my point that they're they're making a lot of noise this year, and rightfully so. The Bills, you know, look good at thirteen and three, and Josh Allen looks, you know, really sharp out there. So I'm gonna stick with the Bills. I think their fans will get loud enough to rattle old man Philip Rivers. So I'm going with the Bills. Huh? If if no one has seen any Bills Mafia stuff, even when they weren't good, like in the previous three years, 
Uh, they light tables on fire in the parking lot at tailgates and jump through them. They are insane individuals. And uh, I do want it for them because the Bills have been bad for so long. I do want to see uh, I want to see them play the Chiefs, too. I think they have the best shot at it. So uh, I'm reading interest also. But, Jose, who are you taking? Uh, same deal. I think Josh Allen and Diggs stay hot. Bills take this one. Bills to advance to play. Uh, we confirmed that they are reseeding. Um, Michelle and I were wondering about that this past week, but the Chiefs will play the worst available seed, not necessarily who's like next in the bracket. So uh, we don't know who they're playing the winner of, but um, the only way they would play Buffalo is in the AFC Championship game when it's like the one and two. But, uh, Castro. As much as I have loved the Colts lately, like all around as a team, uh, I still think the Bills are going to take it. Josh Allen is on point right now and he might be the best QB at the moment in the NFL. He's I, on fire. I think, yeah. So I think he's, I think they're going to definitely win this one. I do want to see that Kansas city Mahomes Allen shootout. So go on bills. William. I'm going to go bills. Josh Allen's on fire. That whole team is on fire, man. Defense offense. They got it together. They look good. Yeah. They, they like only tried for two like two and a half quarters this last game and still dropped fifty on the really good Dolphins defense. Even when it looks that like was trying to win. Yeah, even when it looks like Josh Allen's gonna have a bad game, he still comes out in the in the second half just doing his thing. I actually tried to pick up Josh Allen for Zeke in my trade with Miller and uh, he said Josh Allen was off limits. So uh, I don't blame he was coveted for sure. I just wasn't able to land him, except I landed the rest of Miller's life. I was going to say, <laughs> he just settled for everything else. <laughs> you see it like Miller in his house is hugging Josh Allen. Just don't take everything else, not this man. All right, last matchup in the AFC side. Rematch uh, from last year's upset, Baltimore at the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I'll go last in this one. This is a little bit, this might be the hardest one to pick. Uh, Michelle, you want to go first? Yeah, absolutely. Because ESPN predictor has, um, the Ravens winning at 62%. And I, Hmm. that totally shocks me because Derrick Henry's up for MVP and he literally wins them games single-handedly. So I would never bet that much against Derrick Henry and the Titans. And they're both going in at the same record, 11 and 5 and it's at Tennessee, and I just, I'm definitely picking Tennessee on this one. Uh, Lamar Jackson just seems like he's the only one carrying his team, and it's not enough to to fight up against Derrick Henry. So, I'm going Titans for sure. Jose, yeah, I think the same. Um, yeah, they both have the same record. Uh, Ravens are only the three point favorite. Um, I'm with you on Derrick Henry, not just because he's on my fantasy team, oh, but that okay. guy is oh, sure. a beast. Um, <laughs> and I, I wouldn't bet against him, so I'm taking Titans. Castro? Yeah, this is probably the one of the harder matchups to pick. And it would have been Titans, but their defense, it would have been Titans easily if their defense hasn't been playing as, as well as I thought they would during this mm-hmm. time of the year. So. I don't believe in Lamar Jackson, though, like everyone does. I think he's just <laughs> too much of a runner, and I think you could stop that. Once you shut that down, you make him throw. It's not that pretty. I think it's going to be the Titans, but I think it's going to be close. William? Yeah, I got to agree. I think it's going to be a close game. 
but I'm going to have to go with Titans. Tannehill looks good. He looks good yeah, there. He looks comfortable. Um, Derrick uh, Henry is a beast, you know. Um, yeah. I'm going to be the lone standout here, I oh. think, and take Baltimore only because of what you mentioned, Castro, and is that, that Tennessee's defense is terrible. They're really, really bad. And as far as Tennessee's offense, uh, I'm really like I would bet on the Titans. I'm going to take the Ravens as the upset because little known fact, the Titans, uh, at least heading into the final week, they were the number one offense in the NFL. They were up there with the Chiefs and Packers, I think, in terms of most points scored in, uh, in the league. And when I think Titans, I don't really think. I think like round and pound. Just turn it out, but um, they're averaging like over 30 points a game. So their offense is really good, but their defense is really bad. Baltimore, I think their offense is really good. Uh, this is Lamar Jackson's third chance now to prove that he's not a flame out in the playoffs. They've been leaning heavily on uh, Dobbins and Edwards. I think they're going to try and beat the Titans at their own game, do a lot of ball control, do a lot of run pass option, get Lamar moving, um, do a few easy passes. And they've they've looked good. And I trust their defense a little more to maybe force a turnover than I do Tennessee's. So, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll take the underdog here. Yeah, very close. Wow. And, yeah. Oh. yeah, I do. I do like the Ravens' defense a lot better in that matchup than Titans. So it's very. Close. I like Des Bryant the most in this matchup. He's gonna have three <laughs> touchdowns. He's gonna throw up the X. It's gonna be wonderful. And he's actually gonna make a important catch in this playoff game. Yeah, hopefully he can hold on to and this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he held on to it. I watched all the replays, okay? Yeah, I got to agree. He did hold on to that. I remember we were in Vegas, and we betted on that game. <laughs> I put $200 on that game, and the payout was 900 and something. And I was like, yes, the Cowboys are going to win it. They're going to do it. But then they were just like, no, we're going to go on commercial break. We're going to review this catch. They're like, nope, not a catch. I was like, what the it's his own fault. It's his own fault. Yeah. I remember Mario just stayed quiet, went to his room, and just didn't talk to y'all, anybody. Y'all were hungover. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was a bad day. Yeah, but like that made day. his day even worse. Yeah. He just didn't say shit, went to the <laughs> room, the and just, that was it. It was just quiet. We were just like, I, I was upset, but I was like, not like, going to go to the room. Me, me <laughs> well, and I remember Justin, the game. Go ahead, go ahead. Me and Justin were about to work the national championship game. And we were at a Chili's before. Well, it was like a, an event for the national championship game, college football. Uh, the very first one ever at AT&T Stadium. Me and Justin were about to work it. So before we went in, we went to Chili's to watch this playoff game. And we were with two of our other interns. And I just remember me and Justin being completely shattered at a Chili's watching this <laughs> <laughs> So... This it's, it's funny that that's one of those where everybody remembers where they were. Because you're right, Will. We were very hungover in Vegas. It's easier to remember. Um, but I had come down because the game was super close. And I remember as soon as I saw that replay, I knew it was going to get overturned. I'm not saying it wasn't a catch. I'm just saying I knew they weren't going to call it a catch. Yeah. And so I, that's why I was quiet because I, I was just waiting for it to happen. So it did. It did. And then stupid Josh was there too, who's not a Cowboys fan, just relishing all of it. So... <laughs> Uh, oh, that's Jose right. that one. I was there. I'm not a Cowboys <laughs> fan. But for, I, I didn't have as much scorn towards you <laughs> for whatever reason that day. I, I do specifically remember Josh because it's like it just I was awful not only in my body but also like in my heart <laughs> at the same time. I'm not I'm not and, Oh go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Uh after that I remember going upstairs and it was uh Andrew Luck against uh the 
uh, Peyton Manning Broncos. Like they were playing old teams. And I laid in bed, tried to watch that game, and I got up and made myself throw up, and I felt better before that game was over. <laughs> I remember about that time. <laughs> I, I'm, not a, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I remember I was still upset at the fact that Des Bryant didn't just go down with the ball like he because he did that whole motion where he turns around. Mm-hmm. Tries you mean to he reach made a football it. move? Okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, I was. This was my argument. Was like any great football player would have known the situation, would have known get down. You had Demarco Murray, which was a leading rusher that year. There's no yeah. way you weren't going to score. I'll tell Demarco you, Murray fumbled the ball with a clear path into the end zone that game. Des Bryant turned around to make a football move to win for his team. You're not going to tell me he did the wrong thing. No. I will get heated. I will start slapping hands. Okay? <laughs> Stop slapping your hands. I think I... We got to save this for the last segment. Of the show. <laughs> um, oh, you guys blanked my mind on this one. NFC. I'm just like, yeah. suddenly I'm, t- I'm teleported seven years, seven years ago. Uh, Romo did say it best in his uh, 30 for 30 or whatever. He said, well, it's a catch today. So just wrong rules at the wrong time for that poor cursed man. Um, I think he did all right for himself, whatever he's doing now. Uh, moving on, NFC, uh, way less exciting games. Uh, we'll go in reverse order as we run through these, so I'll start with you, William. Let's take the LA Rams at their division rival, Seattle Seahawks. Oh, man. Um, Pure toss-up. I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to go Rams. Rams, eh? Yeah, I think... Uh, Seattle hasn't been looking as good. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, they lost their spark or something. I don't know. But I'm going to go Rams. I think their defense is going to do well enough to stop uh, Seattle. They're good. They're good. Castro? Uh, I think the Seahawks take this one. I don't think the Rams' offense is that good. I don't like the Rams' offense, is what it is. But, uh, yeah, Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson, playoff mode, you know he's going to. He's going to find a way to win. Was it? Yeah, Castro stole all my words. That's exactly <laughs> my pick, Same. exactly my reasoning. Let <laughs> Russ cook. Seahawks are going to take this match. Nice. <laughs> Same for you, Michelle. Yeah, just Russell Wilson in playoff form is a different beast. And the Rams defense is super good. But like I said, Russell Wilson, uh, he lives for the playoffs. And right now he's thrown double the amount of touchdowns over Jared Goff, 40 to get – Goff's 20, and they have the same amount of interceptions. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no question he's better than uh, than Goff. I, again, I was just telling Michelle this over the weekend. I hate the Rams. I hate watching them. I hate Cooper Cup. I hate all their running backs. I hate Jared Goff. I just, Robert Woods. I don't, I for fantasy purposes, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if it's like that they don't have any sexy players. I don't know if it's their, their <laughs> yellow in their uniforms. I don't know if it's like 3.15. I start feeling lazy, like guilty that I haven't done anything all day because they usually play in the <laughs> afternoons. But I don't like the Rams at all. Uh, I like their defense. That's probably the only yeah. thing I would, I would get excited about. Mario definitely uh, said the sexiest thing about them is Aaron Darnold. So. Donald. Uh, <laughs> Donald, yeah. That's when he's off um, the field for more. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, just because I want them to win, I'll take the home team. This is, uh, you mentioned, they're in the same division. I did not look up their previous two matchups, but I bet it was like an 18 to uh, like 10 game. They're always low scoring. They're always grinded out. And I trust Russ over uh, Goff is what it comes down to, even the home team. All right, William, 
Uh, I almost just want to pull this one. Is anyone going to pick the Bears to beat the Saints? <laughs> you goddamn right I am. <laughs> You're picking Trubisky. I am. What? Are you calling a Minnesota miracle again against the Saints? The Saints just can't win no matter who they play. <laughs> that Yeah, that has something to do with it, too. The Saints just are destined never to go back. But, uh, no, I actually like the Bears. Like, uh, I get it. There's a lot to hate there. Uh, but I think it's just they're a hungrier team, I want to say. <laughs> they just got their ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> By Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Uh, division and, game. They should have him figured out by now. You don't trust Drew Brees and the Saints? <laughs> uh, it's not that. I just think the Bears are going to pull off some like stupid magic. It has that feel. All right, so you're taking the Bears. Uh, as far as I know, Brees will be back. Uh, Michael Thomas will be back. Alvin Kamara is a maybe at the moment. That might affect things a little bit. I do get scared. Uh, as if I'm not a Saints fan, but if I were to like bet seeing that Saints logo and knowing they're almost as cursed as anybody in yeah. both seasons lately between yeah. – uh, Getting uh, two times by Minnesota and the Stefan Diggs miracle, and then uh, oh, who they lose to? Oh, the Rams, the the most yeah, obvious the pass, pass interference. Yeah. <laughs> they are a cursed team, but uh, that being said, the Bears are just just a mess. I, I I can't take them going into New Orleans and what is most likely Drew Brees' last year and uh, ending his career. So damn, Mitchell Trubisky is going to retire. <laughs> Calm down. <There> was that. <laughs> no, I think it's the eleven broken ribs or f- cracked ribs that's gonna make him retire. <laughs> uh everyone else? Saints, Saints, Saints. Saints. Yep. Saints. Saints all over. Last matchup of the week. Touchdown Tom Brady Woo! traveling to the nation's capital to play the WT the WFT <laughs> the Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see that WFT, I read it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> to play the uh, technical division winner, uh, Washington football team, who gets to host a game. Um, yeah, if the Cowboys, Michelle's right, if the Cowboys had uh, won and you know the Eagles tried, then uh, we would have been hosting Tom Brady, and this would have been a much more interesting game. Yeah. What do you mean, much more interesting? Uh, you guys would have got owned. Well, probably, but we used to like we like would have gotten to see it up close. Uh, <laughs> Last brilliant. time Mario saw Tom Brady was throwing a pass directly at his face. I was there. Yeah, Castro was there for that. He was uh, oh, yeah. second row, yeah. right right above the little uh, garage door opening area where the fire yeah, where would. the fire guys come out. I was there for that one. Except you only you literally had one person between you and the field, and the idiot was standing up the whole time. So you couldn't see. <laughs> Uh, all right, William. Tampa v. Washington. Washington, because I don't like Tom Brady. No, I'm just kidding, Deep. Just kidding. Relax, Castro. <laughs> Tampa Bay. Yes, obviously. He almost fell out of his chair. <laughs> Castro, I know who you're taking. Don't even ask. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. Let's go. Jose? Tampa Bay. Yeah, Michelle. Tampa Bay. You know, Washington has a better chance of beating Tampa Bay than the Bears do of beating the Saints. Just want to tell you Ooh. that, Castro. According yeah. to the matchup predictor. I mean, Tampa has not been a powerhouse this year. They're they're in what fifth place in the conference. Didn't and their the only thing they really start out smoked. super hot though? They did, but they have not been as of late. Their run defense is still good. Um, but 
I don't know. Washington has not only Gibson, but McKissick too. Those are pass catching backs. It's not like they're going to try and run up between the tackles. Um, I, I, I think the only way Washington wins the game is if they make uh, Tom Brady's life a living hell. If Chase Young gets through that line, forces turnovers like he's been doing, and they get a defensive score, because I don't think the offense is going to generate that much. Um, they'll try, and they'll get a few hits on Tom maybe, but uh, Tampa, Tampa's going to win it. Tom Brady, he's going to adjust, Mario. <laughs> also, too, so, Alex Smith can't throw past like 10 yards anymore, so that's the other thing. Well, the guy almost like lost his whole leg not that long yeah, ago. Yeah, I figure, but like the fact that he's <sighs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I yeah you leave that man alone. I, that's why I'm saying it's not a bad thing, but it's just I, he's not Alex Smith of the 49ers where you're like, okay, maybe. Uh, well, the fun thing if Tampa wins and if New Orleans wins is uh, next week, no matter what happens if those two teams advance, touchdown Tom will either be facing off against Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees. We're finally going to get a playoff matchup between Tom and uh, one of those two guys, which we've never had. Yeah, that would be awesome. So let's hope they don't fuck it up. <laughs> you mean Tom Brady and Mitchell Trubisky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, last two teams I didn't mention, Chiefs and Packers, obviously, the first round by. With all those teams in mind, uh, who do you guys like to win the whole thing? Who's your fave? Uh, William, I'll start with you again. Dude, I, I think Buffalo's going to take it this year. Wow. I Same. Think they, I'm totally I, with you. They just look good. They have been the most consistent team all year, I feel like. Um, they just look good like they I, I don't know like i can't find them doing bad in the playoffs like when it's time to show up unless like josh allen just totally just shits to bed and just like does horrible and chokes but i he seems like he's in the zone and he's ready i think even if he does they do play kansas um he's going to do he's going to outplay mahomes this year um yeah i say buffalo Kesher? Uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I really want to say, well, here's the thing with Buffalo. Like, my thing on it is it, Josh Allen, the offense is amazing, but that defense hasn't really been that great, to be honest. I think the, the, they've been okay. They've been average. Average at best. I think the Jets, like, even, like, were able to move the ball on them. So I don't, I don't see them getting past the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a really good game, but I think ultimately the Chiefs beat them there. Uh, I think it's going to be the Chiefs, and you guys are going to say I'm a Brady bandwagon, but I think it's going to be the Bucks, And only because if that defense okay. goes back to what it was at the start of the season, which I think it is, and they've actually been playing really well on the offense these past, like, three games. So, mm. I mean, if they keep up their trend right now, I think it's going to be the Bucks, And it all depends on if Mike Evans, too, comes back. If not, then it's going to be Green Bay and uh, the Chiefs. Which I think, N- yeah, I think NFC is going to win it either way because I just think, I don't know. Really? Yeah, I think those two teams, because uh, I think the Chiefs haven't been as like as explosive as they normally are. They've had a couple games where mm-hmm. they've been pretty close. So if if they're in there with Rodgers or Brady, who they both have looked like really good, and they're both experienced too, like I, mm-hmm. I just see NFC taking it. So 
wasn't the knock on Brady always that his numbers dipped in December? Like he started to get worse the later in the year it got, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's derailing." Like it's been the opposite this year. I think like his last three or four games, he's been he's been lighting it up. Yeah. Um, Michelle, I heard you mention Buffalo. You're uh, you're with William. Yeah, totally. All the way. I I think like you said, they're going to be the only team in the AFC that's going to put up a fight against the Chiefs. Um, they're just. I feel like they're going in hotter than the Chiefs, even though the Chiefs keep winning. They're just the Chiefs aren't winning by much anymore, and the Bills are gonna, you know, capitalize on that and probably not miss a field goal like Young Way Koo did uh, <laughs> to tie the game at least. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Bills for sure, and I just think Aaron. I don't think Aaron Rodgers can carry uh, the Packers all on his own. I mean, he does have Devontae Adams, but. At some point, these teams are too good to know that that's exactly where he's going. Devonta Adams every time he's going to look there first, uh, so they can slow down him. Aaron Rodgers can't do it all on his own, and I—that's who I think the matchup's going to be. I think it's going to be Packers Bills, and I'm taking Bills. Mm-hmm. Packers Bills. Uh, William has Buff Bills and Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. You didn't give an NFC opponent. Yeah, no, I like that. I like Packers. I think Packers is another Packers. Uh, I, I really like. Uh, that that's gonna be man. That would be a great game to like look at. Um, yeah, I hope we don't get let down again by a fucking Tennessee team God. winning and knocking out the better players. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Or uh, the stupid Minnesota who always knocks out the Saints. Uh, Bears. But God, Jose, <laughs> Jose, what say you? Better not say Tampa Bay. I, no, well, no, but I think I'm with Caster in that. I think the champs gonna come out of the NFC. Um, I'm just having a hard time. Like, I feel like my heart wants to say the Saints just because I would love to see Drew Brees go out on top. And I don't I don't think I don't think he has it. Like, I don't think he's 100 percent like physically healthy to carry the team like all the way through. So I don't I, that that would be my like the pick from my heart. But I <laughs> I, I really think it's going to be the Packers um, to take it all. I, I I can maybe see Tampa Bay, but I just I don't believe I, like Tampa Bay is just too inconsistent for me. Um, I believe in Brady. I just not the entire Tampa Bay. Um team so i'm gonna go with packers to win it all packers over uh uh if we're looking over the afc i agree (laughs) i agree with the bills i think it's gonna be packers wow okay (laughs) all right can can i just say that i respect all four of you for not picking the favorite uh to win the super bowl which is obviously the chiefs uh i do not have that same uh, gumption. <laughs> so I'm going to take the Chiefs. <laughs> but, you little bitch. Wow. <laughs> but I can justify it. Like, okay, who here, probably Michelle, who here, and probably Jose, is familiar with Buffalo's playoff history? Yes. Been there since sure. Like... They haven't been there since you were born. Yeah. Right. And they're 0 4 <laughs> since. They're 0 the 4 all time in the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Uh, two of those to the Cowboys, I think. Yeah. Um, 0-4 all-time in the Super Bowl. Josh Allen, I get it. He is on fire right now, but the playoffs are a different animal. Even Pat Mahomes didn't win his first trip, and this isn't Josh Allen's first trip, but Mahomes at least made it to a conference title game. I think if he gets on that stage uh, opposite Pat Mahomes, so like even Mahomes, like last year, they were down double digits, multiple games on their way to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and they just have that factor. Is like we just we know we're going to win. We know we're better as long as there's time on the clock. It's like the Warriors. They're like the Warriors of the NFL. As long as there's time on the clock, we're going to have that quarter where we just fire off three touchdowns in um, 
in under 10 minutes and you're just going to have to deal with it. Someone is going to have to dethrone them, I think, and prove. I know they haven't been blowing teams out, but I think they're in just such a steady cruise control. Even like they have another switch that they haven't flipped yet, I believe. Like every game is just sort of like go through the motions, do what you can, don't give away your whole hand because we're just better. They got a better running back. They got a better coach. They got the best quarterback and they got Kelsey and Tyreek. They just have so many weapons and their defense has monsters on the front line. They're, they're, they should not lose. They're the better team by far than everybody else. Uh, so I would like to see Buffalo advance, but I just watched this team lose to Deshaun Watson and the Texans last year after having a good season. So I don't fully buy into them yet. I have to see him do it. And on the NFC side, if Brady gets through Breeze and the Saints, purely because I watched Tampa smoke the Packers earlier this season, it was not close. Last year, the Packers got crushed by San Francisco in like week 14 or 15, and then they had a rematch in the conference championship game, and the exact same thing happened. They just had their number. Um, I haven't watched the game, and I don't know if there was like a major injury that caused that, but just going off last year, when the Packers get blown out in the regular season, it wasn't an accident. So if Tampa gets to the conference championship against the Packers, I'll take them to win it. Oh, it's going to be in Green Bay, isn't it? Shit. <laughs> it's going to be cold. <laughs> yeah, I'll still take cold. it. I'll still take it. So Chiefs over uh, Tom Brady. Wow. Wow. I, We're going to make a believer out of you. I don't know about that. Yeah. I think I think Bill's the best defense is going to be about the best defense this year. Shut the Chiefs' defense up. isn't a joke. It's not that. It's not bad. But like, I think their secondary is really beatable. Name me a secondary that Pat Mahomes can't beat. I was gonna say the Packers. Has he played the Packers secondary? Uh, I don't think they've played. This they're year, soft. They're soft I, at run, but but like, I don't think the Packers are gonna get there too. I think it's gonna be the Bucks. But I don't think the Bucks would get blown as bad as they did that first. I mean, you have to learn from that film. I mean, they didn't last year. The Niners just ran all over the Packers last year. I mean, Garoppolo couldn't even throw. I, I mean, like the Tampa Bay Bucks because they got like torched by Tyree Kill that game. Like that was the game where in the first half he had like 200 yards, whatever, almost 200 yards. Mm. So if Tampa Bay gets there and plays the Chiefs, like I don't know, I feel like they'd be better prepared for that. So. In the Super Bowl in general, you get a little more conservative. Like every play and every snap and every drive matters. Um, so they, they tend to be a little bit closer. Uh, I don't know. But for every close game, there's a 38 to 10 blow up. So uh, you never know. It'll be exciting. Uh, I, I like how good a lot of the teams are. It seems to be more parity this year. And um, I just want to see somebody challenge the Chiefs, but I, I think they'll win. I think Mahomes will get a second. Nope. <laughs> it's NFC. <laughs> Uh well, for not having any content to talk, to talk about that sort of took a while, and we haven't even got to me yet. <laughs> we won't. Uh, jumping, jumping. The, yeah, you might have a shot at uh, Justin's record. Absolutely not. You have five minutes <laughs> to get your piece out. <laughs> you have five minutes till we hit our hour mark. Uh, well, Michelle, you know this is the part where we like to ask your. Uh, feelings and thoughts and opinions on the league, how you're enjoying it, what you uh, might like to see change. And uh, I'm going to pretend like I don't know what's coming and give you, (laughs) give you, uh, give you the floor for it. Well, great. I want to start off with, first of all, a shout out to Jennifer Johnson for being 
a loyal listener, and she had to wait 55 minutes for the shout out. But here it is, Jen. Shout uh, out, Jen. Thanks for always listening and Woo! giving feedback and just being involved. Um, as long as she's drinking that 18. Dude, how do you refer to the name? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No, but seriously. Like, I have a note here somewhere that. 18, <laughs> uh, I bet she would try it if uh, she got sent the case. Well, who knows? Yeah, she's a mineral water drinker. No? I don't know. Maybe, no? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. In that, case, if you, in that case, I'll send her one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love what you guys have done. The podcast really has definitely made me a lot more invested in, in the league. And not just my team, but listening to you guys talk about your matchups and your trades and who's playing who and how many points this person needs. Like I'm so entertained now through, through Sunday and Thursday and Monday too, when there are games because of the podcast and, and just having more interest in other people's teams besides my own. So thank you guys for, for doing this, even though most of it is William just yelling terrible things that would, Obscenity. Not, yes, <laughs> that would not get him a sponsorship. Fuck it. <laughs> Um, so yes, just thank you guys for that. Um, I do want to go into, uh, we should start with PPR because if this other stuff we don't get to talk to, that's fine. Uh, (laughs) and I know Mario said it a ton of times on here that I'm a big, uh, believer in, in bringing in the PPR to our league. Of course, not the full point. And I'm not even here to argue about a half point. I think a quarter point per catch will suffice because, I think that the pass catchers should be rewarded for parts of their talent and not based off difficulty, although you have to admit some of those catches are miraculous. Uh, But to Mara's point, for everyone you have that's miraculous, you have like three that are dump-off passes. And my point to your dump-off pass is that those are actually hard to catch too because I don't know how many balls I've seen Zeke drop and how many balls I've even seen quarterbacks miss to their dump-off pass because they're overthrowing and throwing left left to right, um, east to west, just isn't that easy, I guess, for quarterbacks because of all those drop passes. And uh, if it's a quarter point uh, and they're, you know, it's a dump-off pass behind the line of scrimmage and they get t- sat or tackled, uh, the running back in this case or whoever, they're only getting 0.05. Um, 0.25. No, it the if they were tackled two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Oh, I got you. I got you. Um, So they're only getting .05, which that's a lot easier to swallow than obviously if it was the whole point and they're getting .8. Like, I get that argument about the whole whole point. Um, Definitely against that. So um, I definitely, I think that pass catchers are valued for their pass catching to NFL teams, and we should value them for that skill and talent as well. And another point that Mario and I have talked about, because I probably talked to Zeroff about this, uh, which has helped me be more prepared, like you said, for this <laughs> podcast, is uh, evening, you know, the free agency uh, waiver wire. Like, we're we're all aware that it's it's pretty much, you know, bare bones there, and there's not really much people you could pick up. Granted, we do have a lot of people on our, on our 18-man roster, but if... With COVID this year and and buys and whatnot or just injuries in general, 
it's hard to find someone to fit into that spot that's actually going to give you a fighting chance from free agency, from the waiver wire. Um, but if we give, you know, these guys some pass catching, the pass catchers some more points, uh, someone who does get eight catches, you're looking at two extra points, which, you know, makes a, 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 makes a pickup look a little bit better that they're giving you six total instead of, you know, four that they probably would have given you had uh, PPR quarter point not been uh, applied to our league next year. Um, I did some research as well as far as um, what other people are saying, and I know you guys don't want to do a redraft, and I don't think we will have to for a quarter point. Um, I went on the internet, the interwebs, and fantasy6pack.net uh, just claims that if you're not certain of a draft strategy for half point PPR, so obviously this is not even that bad because we're going to do, if we did that, it'd be a quarter point. Just prepare as though you were drafting under a standard system. The premium of a re- of receptions is just not quite enough to purely draft with reception fantasy points as your target. So I don't think you're not going to draft the guy you were looking at because he would have the... Uh, someone else would have an extra two points. Like, you're going to draft Dalvin Cook. You're going to draft, you know, DK Metcalf because they're making big plays and big catches um, and scoring touchdowns for the team. So that's not going to completely derail your draft, um, and we wouldn't have to redraft our entire fantasy league. Um, And... uh, To Mario's point, again, because I've talked to him about this, is uh, touchdowns are king and six points is just so much when you have your um I forget Julio Jones in my case obviously Julio Jones doesn't score touchdowns but he gets you know 100 yard games regularly and that's you know that's 10 points I can't I can't keep up with guys like Devonta Adams who or Mike Evans who score uh the most in the red zone uh, so in this same article, they go, uh, one thing that PPR does better than standard is mitigate the damage and imbalance of touchdowns. So that's something we can also get through with quarter point PPR. I think um, imbalance of touchdowns is definitely the uh, argument that gets my ear the most. Um, as we've talked about a hundred times, pretty much since week <laughs> one. Um, yes. I, yeah, I, I don't care if somebody does a backflip and catches it with their butt cheeks as they come down, like <laughs> the difficulty, <laughs> the difficulty. Wow. Oh, but I say, I, that's things. the first time I said that. I haven't said that for 17 weeks, but, uh, I, I don't really care how, how difficult it is because like you said, there's, you know, some, there's for every Odell catch, there's the little check downs and whatever, but I'm also, I'm not going to lose my lunch over. I mean, you talk about eight catches. That's a lot. It's a lot for a player. And all they're getting is two points out of it. Like, I'm not going to lose sleep over that. Like, all right, well, the guy caught a shitload of balls. Um, you know, frankly, if I'm not playing like Keenan Allen, who likes to catch 14 balls on 20 <laughs> targets, um, I probably – but even then, 14 balls, uh, what's that? Three and a half. Three and a half points. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's not huge there. Um, I – I would like the aspect of it closing the gap on touchdowns. And Castro, this is where I would think your argument would come in the most because either you have to admit that Justin Jefferson is better than <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins or that there's an issue with the scoring because as the scoring stands, Justin Jefferson had a better fantasy year than DeAndre Hopkins. And I didn't do the math on it. I really should have. I, I, I started pre-production on this uh, five minutes before we got on. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I would have liked to... Okay, so... Quarter point. So every four catches, you get one point. Mm-hmm. 
So um, 40 catches gets you 10 more points. So 10 more points on the year across 40 more catches, which might've been the difference. I don't know if it was for sure, but um, that's 10 more points. It might've given him the edge. So like it would help balance out because I agree that DeAndre Hopkins probably had a bigger impact for his team than Jefferson did Um, because he caught way more balls. He was in the game a lot more. He targeted a lot more. Like he really should have scored more, but why didn't he? It's because he didn't earn credit for the balls that he was catching. Um, Just the artist. And Jefferson did a lot more per catch and, you know, with his time on the field than, than hop did. So I would think as, as like a hop owner, somebody who gets high volume um, that you would be a proponent for it as well. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. I was pretty hard on one stance. I definitely would never come across for a full point. I think it's absurd. Um, and probably not even a half, although I haven't looked at it in close that close, but essentially everything we're talking about, imagine doubling it, and it still seems kind of like a lot. Um, but the touchdown imbalance is a big thing um, where guys who, you know, Mike Evans, two catches for two touchdowns. Granted, he catches uh, a lot more balls in between, but he's just a touchdown monster. So, he may not have the volume necessarily, but he's up there in top, you know, I wouldn't look, but top seven or eight just because touchdowns are weighed so heavily. And touchdowns are like fluky. Look at any fantasy data over the years. Like there's a lot of luck and inconsistency involved. Like Dalvin Cook even got two touchdowns robbed from him this past week with uh, stupid Irv Smith in there last week. So, um, yeah, the whole segment of that helps no one is when these random guys that are on no one's fantasy are actually getting touchdowns and being pulled in in the red zone and, and taking all those points that Mike Evans or uh, Julio Jones took them all the way down the field for. Yeah. Right. Right. So, I mean, ultimately Pater is what wins games, like getting in the end zone is what wins games. So I agree they should, they should be the most, but this just helps close the gap a little bit on that is, you know, again, playing devil's advocate here and kind of just thinking about the process out loud. And, um, Oh, I had one more thing. Oh, especially if we're, we haven't voted on it, but if we do end up doing the extra flex and suddenly people have to go a little bit deeper into the waiver wire pool and find players of value, um, we're talking about 12 more starters per week. Um, it, I feel like it would help in that instance too, but curious to hear y'all's thoughts. Uh, I guess I'll go first. And I, 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 I will say about the DeAndre Hopkins and the Justin Jefferson is a good comparison, especially for that touchdown the disparity on it and how heavy touchdowns are because he got more touchdowns than Jefferson got more touchdowns than Hop, but Hop had more yardage on the year. Right. Uh, I still am not sold though with the PBR. It would benefit me for Hop because Hop catches a lot of balls every game. Uh, I just, it's one of those things where I just don't feel like it deserves any kind of points. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, I'm not sold on it. I don't, I don't have like a, a concrete argument on it. It's just, to me, it just it's just like because it's just always felt like just you're trying to make up for points somewhere. Like, yeah, the touchdowns do way heavy. Obviously, like Justin Jefferson catches oh passes hop a couple of spots. I think like five spots, four spots from touchdowns. But I just like you said, touchdowns. That's the name of the game. Like that's what everyone's going for. Like they should be. They should weigh that heavy. And I get it. There's the Julio Jones too, and Hop has that same issue where he can help him get get the team down there, and he just doesn't get the touchdown, and gets the yardage. But like that's that's just the that's just the game. Like, so your argument would be 
Like that's the risk you take on when you draft Julio Jones if you want him on your team or not. Exactly, you're getting that. Well, not ball not draft him, but you know whether or not you want to yeah, keep him. Well, none yeah. of these pass catchers would ever have points if they didn't catch the ball first. That is the first step to earning any point as a pass catcher, and you're telling me that doesn't hold any weight. No, to me, no, because they're because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it's not like. I don't know. It's just, it does bring value to players, but like, it doesn't, like, why would you want to put that? Like who? Jarvis Landry, obviously would have been a great person, right? But Jarvis Landry does not have the same effect as Julio Jones does. Like you can't compare those two, but yeah, he gets a lot of right, balls. And that, and that's why we're making it a quarter point. We're not trying to elevate Jarvis as an elite receiver in fantasy. We're trying to level the playing field here. And he is somewhat of a benefit to the Browns because he is going to catch the balls, even if it's just for four or five yards. I it's get getting closer to the first step. Okay, but that's my thing with it, though. Like, elevate leveling the playing field, there shouldn't have to be that. If Julio Jones is just a better player and could do more with his touches, then he should be the better player. You shouldn't try to help Jarvis Landry just because he catches a lot more balls. And Justin Jefferson only catches, what, like five, six a game? He's obviously a better... Something like that. He's a better player than Jarvis Landry, but let's try to make it easier on Jarvis Landry because he gets a bunch of little passes. That I don't, I don't agree with. If you could do more with your passes... I, I feel that should be rewarded than just getting a lot of them not doing much with it. Well, it's it's a different aspect. So, like, yeah, if you if you break it down and say, all right, Jefferson, he's quick enough that when he catches the ball, he's got open space and he, he creates room. But it, so a Jarvis Landry type, and he's the easy example here, um, to catch passes, you got to create space. Like, he's got to be good at running routes, and he's got to be good at grabbing the ball when it actually comes his direction, um, which he's – Good at so, when I think of leveling the playing field, I don't necessarily think between guys like like Julio and Landry. And even once again, like Landry would have to catch eight balls for even two points. So like it, it's not a huge gap there. Like over the course of a season, maybe. But uh, I'm thinking more touchdowns. It's, it's thinking of do we need to reassess if touchdowns are weighed too heavily. I would say no on that. The touchdowns, I would say it's fine the way it is. And that's just because, like you said, it's just what they're playing. It's what what they're supposed to be doing. And I get it. Sometimes it just doesn't go that way. Like there is like the Julio Jones, Julian Edelman's who like just work it all the way to the field. They don't get that touchdown. Someone else does. And that like Mike Evans, he's inflated because he has so many touchdowns versus Hop who has no touchdowns and all the yardage in the world. But like that's that's just something like you just – a touchdown is something you earn too. Like it's a hard how, thing. To... How do you earn a touchdown as a pass catcher? You, just, you, you make catch a play. the ball. <laughs> you catch okay. the ball. You do catch the ball, but that's like saying every time like a QB throws the ball. Or you like, run it in. How do you complete or... a pass? You have to throw the ball as the first step. We're not going to get. Oh, don't get me you. started on quarterbacks because I think interceptions that hit their target and and then their target hits it up in the air and that's how it was intercepted should absolutely not be on the quarterbacks. Like. Stat but record. It, that was not their interception. But it's gonna you're right. So we're can't. not arguing about quarterbacks here. We're talking about pass catchers. But what I'm saying is you, your argument is the first process to, to getting a yard in a catch or in a in a in for a receiver, yeah, is yeah. the is the catch, which is correct. But the first process too is a throw of, of passing for a QB, but we wouldn't count every throw, which I know some leagues do because I've been in a league. I was in a ridiculous league once where 
Uh, every completion. Every completion counted for like some sort of – Andrew Luck would put up like 180 points every week for me. No joke. And I was My like, this, this is ridiculous because like, yeah, and it was it was even more flukier than this. So like you, every 40-yard pass got you like five points, something like that. And, and that's what I don't want to open. Like, that's the Pandora's box I don't want to open. Like I, I don't want to reward like, oh, they just happen to score from 60 yards instead of from 40. So there's an extra bonus there. So – yeah, definitely I, not that. I appreciate the fight that's being put up to even give an inch on anything that's even closely resembles that. Because again, that was my stance, and that's what I think a full point PPR is. To be sure, um, I like I said, I started the season on one side of it, and I'm closer to the middle of the fence now, mostly because of like the light impact that it has. As we keep saying, like eight catches, which is like above average for all receivers, is is two points a game. So like it, I won't, I won't lose sleep over that if I feel like it's for a justifiable cause, not just because. And the reasons we're gone over is the why. But I do want to ask uh, Jose uh, what, what his thoughts are. Oh, can I go last? Can I go after Will? <laughs> I was going to ask Will, but he fucking disappeared. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Right oh, my God. <laughs> right here. Damn. All right. so low. I can't see you on the camera. Because <laughs> yeah, like my blind. brother like broke shit. my fucking chair. That's right. <laughs> he broke mine too. Broke you tell your brother stay away so from my it, chairs. Oh my god! It doesn't lean back my, as it as it did before. My computer chair is literally on the patio with no back. It's just a chair, <laughs> just a rolling chair. <laughs> well, I feel your pain. Uh, sure, I'll go next then. I gotta say, um, yeah, I was totally a hundred percent against this. Um, I am more fifty-fifty. Uh, I do get both sides of the, you know, point. Uh, I, it's hard to like get out of that mentality though. Like when I start my lineup, I'm not looking at who is going to catch the most balls for me. I'm looking at who is going to score touchdowns for me. Who's going to be the guy that scores touchdowns. Who's going to throw touchdowns. Who's going to be the best kicker, like all that, you know, who's going to, who has the better chance of getting a pick six. You know, I'm all about the touchdowns, uh, Mm -hmm. for everything, my whole lineup. Um, so uh, to Castro's point, you know, um, that's the risk that we take. That's the game that we play. That's what makes it fun. That's what makes it interesting, um, especially the players that we already drafted. Uh, but, you know, I also get Michelle's point about, like, uh, you know, it, it's not definitely not a point, definitely not half uh, this quarter of a point. doesn't affect it as much. But it, it, I guess at this point it's more about, like, well, shit, if we're doing that, then are we doing that for like, then the conversation later can happen where people might want to do it for running backs or quarterbacks, just a quarter, you know, and then it just gets complicated. Or even for kickers, you know, I'm going to stand up for the kickers. And I think the kickers have a very hard job. And it's like, <laughs> hey, you you uh, do more than 40 yards. You deserve like, you know, a quarter of a point or whatever. But it just gets, it, I feel like it just opens up room. So I, again, I'm, I'm I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I get both sides. Before I was 100% against because it was just one point but uh because it was one point it's a lot a uh, quarter of a point doesn't sound too bad um but i guess at this point it's like more about the principle at that i don't I don't know <laughs> but uh one, one point changes it uh drastically as we keep saying a quarter not as much literally four times right. less uh than than it would be uh and for the record running backs would get credit for catches as well anybody who catches the pass uh, but I don't know if you're saying that or do they get credit for successfully grabbing a handoff or something like right, that. Right, or like if they run uh, a 60-yarder without being, you know, tackled, 
You know, like no, I'll, nothing like that. Like, nothing like that. I don't know. It's just for me. That's you're what, afraid it was a slippery slope. Yeah, argument. it's just people are going to want to open up and be like, yeah, let's, let's start. You know, for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend the kickers and be like, fucking a, go show, show me a kicker that can do that and scored a 50-yarder, I think they deserve some extra points for that. <laughs> well, to, to be clear, my, I always say, like, I don't like uh, rewarding points based off of difficulty, except for, like, I, I like points for progress. Kicking is the only anomaly in this because the kickers are the only ones who will score. No matter where they kick it from, it's three points, but they get different, different or more points based on how far away they are. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I'm okay with that is because they're also the only players to suffer a penalty if they miss outside of like an interception or a fumble. But uh, so the bigger, obviously the further away, the bigger the risk um, if they're, you know, 45 versus 50 or 55. So you have, you know, five, sometimes even six points to gain, but more likely than not, they're going to miss it unless they're got a cannon of a foot. Uh, but even so like that is, you know, as far as difficulty goes, like, Probably nobody else in that building could do what those guys do. Right. Yeah, no, that's where I stand. Stand in the middle. I'd be up for putting this as a vote and seeing what everybody thinks. Um, I am willing to think on it, Michelle, uh, <laughs> at least. Uh, I really think glad about you, it. Uh, glad you brought up a vote because I did actually go through and create a survey on a, uh, on a different website yesterday. Uh, chronicling everything we've talked about from PPR to additional flex to second place payouts to kickers and defenses. Um, and there's only six questions, I think, but I'm going to wait till Friday. I wanted Michelle to get her argument out yes, for PPR before so everyone could kind of think on it. And I'll probably send it out on Friday. And Jose, we have to talk about um, whether or not these require like 100% unanimity or if. I was going to say it needs like a certain number of approval, but I'm kind of thinking some of them might just only need a certain number number of no's because there's a couple people I'm worried about just uh, one of the options is I don't care, basically. Like I could <laughs> do either one. Um, so if there's, a, if, there's, if there's a bunch of indifferent and there's a bunch of uh, like, and there's like two yeses and two no's, then I just like, I don't really know what to say. <laughs> uh, so we can talk about it. But um, Jose, your thoughts. Yeah, I, I'm probably the worst person to ask, just because like I I could be I could be swayed one way or the other, but like <laughs> I like I I was trying to like think of like because again like like you know most everyone here at the beginning of the season while coming into this conversation I was like no like our league was built on a standard format of scoring, and although our our league was also built on like a ten man league or a ten person league like we've expanded to twelve like we've made ways to adjust to the times or to the demand so. I, again, I can be, I can sway one way or the other, but like, I, I, I think I'm just going to, I think I'll stick to my gut. Like I, 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 I'm, I like standard scoring. Like I've adjusted my mind to standard scoring. And if, if like, if we're saying, Oh, like quarter point PPR, I, I see, I absolutely see value in PPR. I just, I would have liked to have done that from the start. And if we're saying that quarter point PPR, like it, it wouldn't change like draft strat- strategies. It wouldn't change, um, you know, a ton of matchups. Um, it's just adding more value to the star receivers or the receivers who are actually putting in the work, right? Corey and Davis. I was trying to look back. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Um, you would so have dropped them. <laughs> so, yeah, so like, but if we're saying quarter point PPR won't make that much of a difference, then I kind of go back to, okay, well then why would we do it? Like, if it's not gonna make that much of a difference. And like, looking back at like all of our matchups and, you know, granted, we, we shifted from a, 12 week season to a 13 week season from 10 people to now 12 people in the last 
five, six years we've, we've been doing our league, like there's only been 56 games, 55 games decided by five points or less. So it's kind of, it's like, would, would it change, would it change anything for us? Like our matchups and maybe it would, maybe there was a, a you know, playoff game. I, I didn't look at playoffs, but maybe there's a playoff game that uh, I'm thinking of one in particular that absolutely would have been decided you know, if, we, <laughs> if we would have been doing a PPR format, but um, we'll get into it, Will. Um, but, Let's look at the like, scores. Let's look. No, just <laughs> but like there's absolutely value to PPR. I just don't know if doing – like I wouldn't want to go like as high as like a full point PPR, and if we did, it, I'd, my mind would be like, well, let's just do another league, which is yeah. an entirely different conversation, but – I, I, I would agree to a quarter point PPR if the majority, if not the entire league, agrees on it. Like, I wouldn't be upset if we implemented that, but my gut is saying we stick with standard just because that's what our league was built on. Well, and I defaulted to the same thing you did, which is, like, if if the, the defense is like, oh, it's not going to make much of a difference, my head goes, well, then why do it? And it's, it's again, because it, it's, it's not making much of a difference. It's just a little, a little nudge because, like, again, kind of close the gap, not only between receivers like Justin Jefferson and Hop, but also uh, close the gap between um, the weight of the heavyweight of touchdowns, which we're not taking away. I'm not right. saying make touchdowns count for six or uh, sorry, for five or four points, because I do like like when you get when your player gets in like that is huge. You know, you just got a big like raise in stock uh, again. It, it's not a. It is that perfect middle ground, I think. And I've heard Justin even argue for like a point three between like not breaking the system that we have in place now, but nudging it just a little bit and hopefully yeah. the right direction. Making Again, things I'm, more interesting for sure. Sure. And what's funny is if we had had this conversation uh, six weeks ago, uh, Michelle and I would have been on polar opposite sides of the fence. <laughs> but through having a full season long debate uh, that found its way, cultivated its way up to this, you know, episode 19 and the first week of the real playoffs, I've, I found myself more um, in the middle, which it sounds like most of us have. And yeah, I was very much Castro. I was, I was very much get off my lawn. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not changing PPR nonsense. Uh, so my mind's opened up a little bit. Uh, we will put this uh, along with everything else into uh, a survey. And again, I, if, if there's a few things I'll put my foot down on, down on like a full point, we'll never even go to a vote, but uh Things like this, like whatever a majority of the league feels is best and would like, you know, I'm all about people being engaged and having fun. Obviously, we have no issue with engagement. Uh, we are doing a podcast, every, you know, multiple times a week covering it and um, and have a lot of involvement. So I, I do want to make sure the other half uh, is enjoying themselves, which is why I've been happy to get almost everyone on. We're just missing Scott and Miller up to this point. Um but yeah, I, I, I do value uh, the feedback and opinions and I'm glad when we talked them through and um, we'll, that survey, the whole point of doing a survey outside is that is for uh, anonymity. Like nobody will know, not even me, uh, what anyone votes. We'll just look at the numbers and uh, if somebody wants to talk deeper from there, then then we can. You have something to say? No, I was just going to like that. I'm, I'm glad you, you decided to do it through like the third party as opposed to like a poll in the chat for that reason alone. And just because I know like there's sometimes there's a poll that goes out and um, I, I'll read it, of course, but I'm like, oh, like it's already getting a majority vote. Like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let me hit. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't want I would want uh, owners to really think about the question, like analyze their team and the entire league and be like, oh, OK, no. Yes, I would. Yes, I approve or no, I do not. So I think going the third party route was 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 the way to go there. Yeah, agreed. Because uh, I've heard these guys even say, um, like, oh, I was going to vote, but, you know, I, there was like six yeses right away. I didn't think my vote mattered. So 
Uh, every vote will matter. Everyone will be um, addressed. And like I said, there's there's even a spot for people in the middle. And sorry, Jose, I didn't mean to sound so bitchy when I was like, you got something to say. That's <laughs> 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 yeah. so why I was like, you talking to Will? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was like, you talking to me too. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just saw you go like this and uh, I was in my own head. I'm throwing my 1837 mineral water at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before you I'd send be the out, worst teacher. Before you send out the... Uh, the poll and the vote. Uh, send me Greg's number, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta slay someone else who probably doesn't listen to the podcast. Get him! <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean, you'd be lucky to even get him to vote. I don't. I'm not sure he sees. I'm. I don't know for sure that he knows there's a podcast. Uh, I know how to get a hold of him, but I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just like you get a hold of uh, Mike Williams or whoever he might be. <laughs> No, it wasn't Mike Williams. Oh. I don't remember who it was. It was somebody on my team. Um, well, that was the big PPR argument. Um, Michelle, did you want to speed through any of the other couple things yes. you wanted to? Uh, let's pull the defense. Defense is too finicky for fantasy football. You're relying on 11 guys, not just one who you've researched and, and done analysis on. Um, pull the defense, and let's add in that second flex. That's my vote. Would... Would you want to swap one for the other? Or even if the second flex didn't come in, would you still want to delete defense? Yes. Defense is gone entirely. If flex comes in, it'll take its spot in the starting lineup. What if defense stays and the flex comes in? Uh, then I'm quitting. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know if these are two separate, are two separate entities. Uh, or if they are, they uh, are two separate. My just initial solution here is take one in, put one. Or take one okay. out, put one in. Um yeah, I think if, if defense stays regardless, uh, I would like to talk about scoring of the defense. Uh, but if it stays all together, I'm fine with the, the second flex. I'm, I'm all for it, uh, but definitely pulling for the defense to come out. Uh, I'm against the defense coming out. I feel like yeah, I'm just against everything. Yeah, you're just against everything. <laughs> it's because I'm a woman, isn't it? Yeah. Do I need to Whatever have a like, says, gross man beard for you to like so, me? Don't, don't get desperate on me and pull these excuses. No, it's not because you're a woman. I just, I, it's because I'm a lesbian. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Now we're hitting somewhere. Now we're hitting. Oh. Okay. No, for, for me, defense is like... It's kind of, it's just, it's just extra fun for me. Like it, it adds to that realism to like actually owning a team. You get to like, you want that defense that just is mean everywhere. And you know, you know, it could go any way every week. Like even the best defenses have an off day and they just put up zero. I would change some things on the scoring actually for defenses. One thing um, mm-hmm. would be like the, uh, what do you call it? If the offense of your defense, like through a pick six, and you're like, I don't like that your defense loses points for that because the other point. I don't, I don't think they do. Oh, did they not? I don't think they do. I thought they did. I... Yeah, they they used to. Uh, ESPN changed that two years ago, and I think Sleeper followed too. Like, I'll confirm, but I I, oh, okay. I don't. Your defense cannot lose points if they're not on the field. That's the way I understand it. Okay, well, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I figured I thought it was still the same way from that. But like, other yeah, than I thought that, it was just under the points allowed, like period points allowed. So yeah. this is where your t- your defense scored. I think they differentiate now. Okay, I think they differentiate now, um, but as in like the last two years, because I know um, like really recently ESPN changed that, and I'm pretty sure that went uniform across all of them. But I'll, I'll confirm. Okay. Well, yeah, but defenses is just fun. I like to even like 
you know, when you hear a big name coming out of college and they just join like a monster, like defense is already stacked. You like, you're like, okay, I keep that in mind for my draft. Like, I'm like, okay, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, and too, like even like the head coaches too, like Brian Flores and the Dolphins. Like, I I, I drafted or I picked up the Dolphins early this year because I thought they were going to be what they were, which they turned out pretty good. But I had the Niners because the Niners were so good last year before all these injuries and, <laughs> and stuff. I, I actually drafted them, but like yeah. knowing I, I spent that draft pick and I'm like, oh man, like this is going to be awesome. Like I've never had a good defense. So for me, it's just an extra element of fun for fantasy football. It's not really something I, I'm really bummed at. Like if, if they score more than five points, it's cool. If they don't, like I, it sucks. But like it's not something I really focus on, but it's just a little added fun for me. But I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to take it out. I wouldn't even want an extra flex spot, which would benefit me a lot more, and take out the defense for that. You'd rather keep the defense and not and not have the flex. not have the flex. Yeah, I'd rather do that. Wow. Um, Jose, you want to go last again? <laughs> no, dude. Go first. Now, uh, I don't have much to say. I, I gotta agree with Castro on this one. Uh, it is pretty fun on the defense. Like I get excited when interceptions happen or pick sixes or fumbles like i've heard it plenty of times where i'm in the room with you guys it's like but did they get a pick six? Oh, who got the interception oh they almost got mm. so close they almost who scored. has that defense yeah, yeah like who has that defense it just makes it more um interesting as far as like in the game being and then i you know for me um i've looked into you know like who gets drafted like defense wise so like it does matter you know i do do some of my homework on the defense um, to see who is going to be on there. Because if you're going to choose a defense um, for the beginning of the year when you draft, like you're going to want to know who who is on that team and like are they even good. Um, but, yeah, I, I got to agree with Castro on this one. So, for example, like Chase Young coming out and going to Washington, people might be like, hey, that D-line looks, looks pretty good. Yeah. I'm not sure where they finished, that, but they were more than serviceable defense where most people didn't see that coming. Right. Did anyone that have did them happen. on their team this year? I yeah, did. Castro, Castro did. Yeah, yeah, Castro was he hopped on that quickly before like Chase Young became like comfortable in Chase Young, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jose. Uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 with the guys here. I, I like defense. <laughs> I I do like defense. Just I mean, for all the reasons they said, I I, I won't reiterate again. But um, again, defense and kickers is something we built the league on and. <laughs> I do, I, I, I do, I do like the random scoring and and how you really can't predict uh, most of it. Um, like for me, it's just fun to kind of play around those scenarios. Um, but I was going to ask you guys, and I don't want to introduce, I don't want to introduce this, but if we took defense out, and sorry if you anyone said it, I, I had to leave the room earlier. But would you would would y'all consider the you know how some leagues do like the defensive players? And add them to the team. Uh, I I don't like that. Like we no. tried that. Okay. We tried that one year, and it just seemed pretty yeah. useless. Like, okay, it's better just as we a had our uh, we had our dummy league. Like we ran two leagues simultaneously for a while. We would just try random shit like that. We did one year with defensive player, and nobody liked it. What I recall, except maybe you. Did you like it? <laughs> no, no, no. I was gonna say I I, I don't think. But, but again, like that was years ago, right? Like I I felt like I didn't. I wasn't as into fantasy football then as I am now. So, like, I could see where, like, hey, you know, yeah, we're talking up defenses, but why do we like Washington's D? You know, well, it's Chase Young. You know, he's, like, the star sure. of the D. Why do we like Ramsey? Well, Aaron Donald is, is, a, is a beast. Like, so it's kind of like, well, would, would we 
would we consider introducing like just drafting those guys for the defensive purposes and adding sure. that? But I, again, I I just thought of that right now, so I was like, oh, let me bring it up. But no, I like the defensive um, special teams in the lineup. Um, you guys sound like yeah. the No Fun League, and y'all don't sound <laughs> open to change. And you're like, well, this is how we used to do it. This is how it's always been. Come on, guys, have some fun here. Live a little. No, I, like, I, defenses yeah, are like, fun. How I like I can see value in anything. I can be swayed one way or the other. Like I said, it, it's just it just comes down to whatever the league wants. It's kind of like if if, if the majority or all the league would want it, I'd be like, absolutely. Let's you know, let's make it fun for everyone. I'm just one person, so. You know, majority wins. So go ahead, Castro. I was just gonna say it's it is fun defenses. I think it's it's a lot more satisfying and it is disappointing. Like you if your defense has a bad day, you can accept that, move on. But if it has a great day, you're just pumped. Like it's just fun for you. Like and even too, when it's like your last like line, like like if you're losing two and your your defense is the one who needs like it's interesting to me to watch a defense like try to like slow down someone. So I don't know. To me, it's more fun than it's more excitement than it is disappointment from the defense. But but I will say, like, although I do like defense in the on the roster in the starting lineup, I don't like how you can get negative points from the defense. That's when I'm like, man, this sucks. Um, I, I wouldn't mind going out there and then putting up zero points. Fine, like, fine, okay. But when they put up negatives, that's when I'm like, fuck. Why did I? Why did I vote for better. defense here? So, Michelle, you did talk about that. You said if you don't get your way in just completely deleting the defenses that you'd want to adjust. Was your, just to sum up your uh, idea, would it just be that it's like zero is the lowest floor you can go? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Zero being the lowest. And Justin mentioned it when he was on the podcast, um, talking about maybe just changing the scoring for the defense, giving them six or seven points to start out with instead of five because average NFL um, offenses score 21 points a game, and that kind of, I think, already puts you at, like, one or two points for your defense, and that's the average score. The team's probably going to put up 28. So even if you do have a good defense on average, you're you're going to get barely any points. Remember we used to do 10 points. Um, I definitely want to go through and look at the logs of how many times defenses score negative because as it stands now, and it was really hard to get into the negatives. Uh, the Dolphins just had 50 dropped on them, and they still finished with two points for me um, because you do get rewarded with sacks and uh, turnovers and all those little things. So yeah, um, we uh, we can look at it. Again, this will be put up to a vote as well, not the scoring adjustment necessarily, but just the defenses in general. And we can kind of go one thing at a time. Um, once the survey's put out, like I said, we haven't really discussed um, – you know, whether or not these are going to need 100%. This is more just to kind of get a feel. So anyone who has listened this far, you are going to break Justin's record (laughs) at this this pace. I'm not. I'm going to cut it down. Take the whole section of PPR out. (laughs) Every every single pause you take out, and we're just like all talking right after one another. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to speed up Uh, your one PPR. Like, argue, I'm just going to put it really fast. There's their argument. Uh, um, <laughs> so that was defense, special teams. Did you have? Did you have another? I thought there was a third. Uh, no, flex? it was it, yeah, it was the flex, um, which I'm all for, especially if we go PPR. Like, I think it's super fun to see high scoring games, just like you think it's super fun to see a sack in the defense or six, pick six, whatever. Uh, it's fun to see uh, higher games than sixty and seventy. Like breaking three digits is it's exciting. Um, 
we all want to see more, more, more points, more scoring all, <laughs> all over. Um, <laughs> but yeah. You don't have to convince me on this one. <laughs> uh, see, I, I'm I'm Clint Eastwood on this one where I'm like, you know, get rid of the three-point line. And I don't like the 130 points in basketball and all this. I, I like the like grinded out 88, 92 sort of low-scoring uh, games. And I this is the reason I don't like regular point PPR because when we play in like uh, Jacob's League, which is only half, I'm breaking 125, 135 every so week. I'm like, this, this, this shit. <laughs> so, and I win those leagues. <laughs> uh, so, again, the quarters is just the nudge. Like, flex, okay, the overall points I would budge on if we're starting an extra player. Like, it would just make more sense. Pretty much all of the records would be out the window, like highest scoring game of all time and all that stuff. That would just get wiped away because everyone's starting an extra player this week. Which, by the way, Castro, I would add 159.2 if we played till week 17 in my what if bracket. <laughs> that does not would add matter. 159 points. <laughs> that truly doesn't matter. Take my fantasy glory. <laughs> uh, okay, so flexes are on here too. Let me just go through and maybe you guys can tell me if I have any omissions. Uh, the question is only six. Uh, would you like to see defense special teams removed from lineups? Just yes or no, or could go either way. Number two, if defenses remain, oh, I did put it here. Would you like to see any scoring adjustments? And here there's just a no or a yes with like a spot to like put in what you would like to say. Yes, I hate you. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to get a bunch of shit. <laughs> yes, because you're a bitch. <laughs> Uh, number three, would you like to switch to a quarter point PPR scoring format? Yes, no, or in the middle? Uh, number four, would you like to add an additional flex, running back, wide receiver, or tight end spot to the rosters? Number five, would you like to see the prize money increase for second place? And lastly, would you like to have kickers removed from starting lineups? Um, so again, these won't be absolute, but it will help give us a gauge. I would think anything that gets... At least a 50-50 split will need to be revisited and probably unpacked um, into a larger discussion. Uh, not larger than we just had here. But, oh, oh, I actually have a seventh one that I would like to add. Uh, nobody's asked me for my rule changes. Nobody, nobody cares. cares. <laughs> <laughs> I would be curious to see the league's opinion on the league median scoring format. Uh, who here is familiar with what that is? I am. Oh, yeah. Um, Essentially, and I've never played in a league like this, um, but I, I get it. It's the same reason we changed the uh, the sixth seed to like most points scored through the season, just to get the better teams in. Essentially, there are two games played every week. Uh, your head-to-head matchup, and then the top half of the league will also get a win. Is that correct, Jose? That's correct. So if you uh, win your regular game, uh, like let's say you played Will, Michelle, and you beat Will... Um, you're one to know. And then if you're scoring, your total points also happen to be in the top half, the top six of the 12, you also get a win. So you're two and oh that week. And what that does is if you had a, you know, you scored the second most points, but you lost just because you scored against the guy who scored the first most, um, you at least go one and one instead of just oh and one. So you're still like, it's helping to keep the stronger teams at the top and have less fluky, uh, uh, less fluky playoff appearances and maybe good teams that just had bad luck most of the year. That's worse than Deez's uh, raised second prize money idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said your idea was better than that. <laughs> so you're no, you didn't the... understand me. You're just, just better. 
I just like the highest points. It's simpler. Uh, this it, this kind of seems a little bit more flukier than the you know just kind of reaching. You know, uh, how to say it? Like giving someone a win for like being within top five. I just don't like that. I don't know. Well, it, I I mean I would argue it's it's going against flukiness because fluky is when you're Fonz and you've put up 124 points, but you lost to me. You scored 125. And sure, like we tried to fix that this year, which is why he got into the playoffs. But before this year, he just would have been the eighth seed just because he had that kind of bad luck like four times this year. So what happens is that the consistent teams who score well, the better offensive teams will be the ones who move on to the postseason more likely in this situation. Doesn't you that know, I'm going to be like open-minded here. I'm going to say yes, Mario. I'll vote yes for the change <laughs> you want. She's well, just saying again, that because I'm I not even no. necessarily... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even necessarily a proponent for this. I've just heard of it and I've thought it's intriguing. I'd, I'd like a test run, but I mean, shit, I guess we could have done it with this past year and seen what happened. Um, I don't want to make you do that, Jose, but maybe if I have a slow day at work, uh, we can come with that data. But just just a thought. Uh, I'll add it to the poll. I know Miller knows what it is because he's suggested it before. I so, think I already uh, did it. I just have to find it. <laughs> so I don't have <laughs> I knew it was going to come up eventually, so I was like, let me see what the season would have looked like. So I, I would track it off to the side, but now I can't find it for the life of me. Wow. Well, that would be nice if uh, I didn't have to do it. But if you stumble <laughs> upon it, uh, let me know. Uh, I'll add it as the seventh question on this survey, which I will wait. What's today? Tuesday? You probably get this out at fucking Thursday. <laughs> Maybe. I might let you uh, at it. <laughs> I'll wait until... Friday to put the poll out so that people have a little time. Maybe even Sunday. Yeah, I'll, this is a I'll, long I'll sit podcast. on it for a little bit. It's uh, yes, you're at an hour forty. You might Ooh. you might have the record, which is really uh, impressive considering we had no fantasy football <laughs> to talk about. This is why we saved you for after the season. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, we didn't even get like we were gonna outro like you had ideas for uh, off season podcast stuff yeah, and you wanted to get into more arguments. That. Uh, maybe we can save it for part two of your appearance because I, yes. I see the stress on Castro's <laughs> face as it's we're an hour and 40 minutes in. <laughs> no. uh, so, yeah, I guess with with that, anybody uh, else have any thoughts, ideas, concerns? Nope. nope. We need to we need to change this this name the podcast oh yeah we can get into that i have some written down here but we can <laughs> save that for the next episode um <laughs> which we can do maybe after playoffs if you guys want you're not coming back so get it out now. <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, we'll save it for part two well this was a much anticipated appearance we've mentioned you a handful of times on the show uh as as you've heard and anyone else who might have listened. So I am glad uh, we did it justice. I was afraid it'd be like a 40-minute episode because there was just no... Or like, we're going to talk about how we know you, we're <laughs> going to talk about no football, and then we'll argue about things. I did not think it would go this long, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad we uh, did you a, a justice for your appearance. Good. Uh, I do want to end on one note um, to say... And give a big middle finger to Mario and to William, the two people who didn't pick me to win the toilet bowl. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah we both feel? had stuff. We both had things on the line for we that. Did. We did. We did. <laughs> Those were biased opinions. Woo. It wasn't close. Whooped his ass. No, now you so know about facts. Yeah, Mr. Fantasy suck. Island, 
Mr. Uncle Rico. What's funny, you're not muted on your recording, but you're muted now. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find out what he said. <laughs> we'll find yeah. out what you said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is great. This is great. Wow. We're going to have to listen to Idiot. fucking hour and 43 minutes. <laughs> in. Damn it, William. Wow. <laughs> okay, with that, uh, thanks for being patient, Michelle. I know you're wanting to get on, and, and thanks for being a loyal listener, along with uh, Jen and uh, Maddie G., and a few others. Thanks, Jen and, uh, and Maddie G. Real quick. <laughs> yes, thank y'all. Shout out. Yeah, hey, hey, one quick thing. Um, Michelle, like, so with every guest, we kind of have, like, these, like, regular season stats, and we, didn't, we weren't able to get you in on the regular season. So um, I have since updated um, the all-time stats to reflect, like, when you joined the league in 2018, when Warwick joined 2018, um, before it was kind of, like, combining the stats from – the previous owner of your team and the previous owner of Warwick's team, but just wanted to give you the updated stats for you. All-time regular season record is 17 and 22. Uh, when it comes to head-to-head matchups, I would say you have bested both Castro and Fonz, uh, as you have huh. with Castro, you have three wins to his one, and with Fonz, you have four wins to his one. Um, and that, first and that you have never, and that you have never beaten Warwick. <laughs> Or Scott. So to give you a little oh, bit of wow. a fire going into next season, uh, those are probably your two nemesis, uh, I would say. Okay. Take that for data. <laughs> <laughs> they are my targets. Noted. You got data. Coming for you, Warwick and Scott. Let's go. 2021. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second runner-up, Warwick, and playoff uh, official, Scott. No, they're not just expansion teams anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Warwick never was. He just... Yeah. You know, he took over for the Browns, basically. Yeah. And I'm going to draft every running back ever next uh, next draft and going to whoop everybody's butt. It's going to be great. Yeah, we didn't even talk about your trades yeah, with Miller. Yeah, my trades. Got too sidetracked with nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, what were you going to say? Just that, Michelle, like in your three years, like you made the playoffs twice and you still have a better record than Castro in the playoffs. <laughs> Beating him, if wow. I'm not mistaken. I, that is correct. I've been in the playoffs four times. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Win. <laughs> I've been in the playoffs. Not in, we're not counting what if brackets. Real, real life. Yeah, because if we were, I'd have a championship and you wouldn't. So I'd beat you in your what if fantasy world. Damn. Too. You wouldn't have beat me in the fantasy world. Here we go. <laughs> Or we'll start a fantasy world podcast for next week. <laughs> you guys are fools. All right. We're, uh, we're having more endings than Lord of the Rings here. So let's for reals <laughs> get out this time. Uh, Michelle, really happy, really happy to have you on. We'll definitely have you on for a part two because even almost two hours was not enough to get it all out. Yeah, thanks for having um, me on, guys. Thanks for coming. All right. Well, then for uh, myself and michelle and castro and jose we will be back uh after the lottery which is on the 15th god there's so much we didn't talk about well we'll be back part two yeah uh we'll be back to cover lottery results we still gotta talk about that that's gonna be in 10 days on the 15th which is next friday and uh balls have been labeled oh oh shit Ah! we'll get into that but uh until next time take us home with all right, thank you to all our listeners for sticking with us this whole time. <laughs> Big Willie signing out. Laters! See Bye! Ya. Bye.